Welcome to the Radical Departures podcast, your source for startup storytelling. We're your hosts, Abby and Chris. You'll hear informative discussions full of valuable expertise and actionable insight on the issues you face when launching and growing your startup. Welcome to the We Start Media podcast. This is our first episode. Greetings. My name's Abby. My name's Chris. So a bit about who we are. So my name's Chris Ryan. I worked in the startup world for a number of years, typically helping American companies get their business off the ground outside of the United States. And my name is Abby Klein. I moved to Paris about four years ago to get a degree in international development. And I worked for a startup here for a while after that and saw some, you know, what not to do, learned those lessons and uh, just been really interested in how the startup culture here has been developing. Which I think from all accounts, it's really changing quickly here. Yeah. Over the last five or six years, it's been getting going and now it's just taken off. And Paris is what, the third top European startup market or something like that now? Yeah, it's just, it's moving, uh, it's moving so quickly. It, uh, when I first came here years ago, there was just nothing. There were, there were very few companies here. There was really, uh, being in the startup world was a terrible thing. It was just almost non-existent. And now it's, uh, there's quite a bit happening, I think. The access to capital has gotten a lot better. It's really made a difference. Yeah. It's really made a big difference. Uh, before companies would try to get their business started, they really struggled because it was too crazy, too radical, and nobody wanted to give money. Right. And, you know, one of the things France is known for is the bureaucracy and the mountains I've of heard that. paperwork. I've heard that. <laughs> and I've heard that. that's not without veracity, but it isn't quite as bad as people like to say. No. So, no. you know, what we wanted to do with this podcast and our ebook and our videos is sort of talk about why France, why now? You know, why would somebody, an Anglophone particularly, want to move here to start a company or to join a company that's already in existence? You know, what does the startup market look like? And we'll talk to a lot of people who have done just that, hear from them about things that have gone well, things that have gone not so well, what they might advise other people to do. You know, were they to do it over again? And we'll hear some, you know, success stories and some... And some failures. Yeah. That happens. It happens. Failure is good. Yeah, it's not, uh, you know, in fact, you're you're touching on a really good subject because that was a big problem. It still is an issue today, but uh, failure, you, you if you take risk, risk, you know, it's not called risky for nothing. Right. It's a risk. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. It's not the end of the world. And maybe in the States, just for various reasons, the U.S. was ahead of the curve in that risk-taking. Uh, it seems to be more of a, it's something that's more accepted. And there are a lot of different reasons for that. And we'll, we'll be talking about those kind of issues. Why is it more acceptable today? Is it more acceptable for some people more than others? You know, older people tend to be risk averse. Uh, they grew up in a in a, a France and a Europe that was much more conservative. Right. Whereas now things have opened up a whole lot and people are, young people at least, are a little bit less afraid of, you know, taking a path that's, uh, what is it, Let the road less traveled? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And, um, you know, even looking at people that, that uh, 
want to come and work at at startups. It, it's it's just a place that was not a startup destination between starting one and even coming to join. And now it's crazy. Uh, we we go to lunch from time to time with with uh, a group of uh, fuzzy foreigners like ourselves. And there's there's a lot of of foreigners who are here either to start their business or they're coming to join some really cool uh, French startups. Yeah. And we should specify that we're you know, we're mostly going to talk about tech companies on the podcast, but there are a whole lot of startups that may not, you know, traditionally be known as startups, but in the food business and, you know, agritech, stuff like that. Yeah. And even within the even within the 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 tech field, I think you have you have your traditional tech companies that are looking to make some kind of uh, obscene profit or at least personally profit. <laughs> Whether the companies will profit is another thing. <laughs> but you also have a lot of companies. Something that that I find really cool here is that help me out with the word. What do we call these? They're not social startups. They're socially minded. Yeah. uh, Social business, uh, social business, people that are doing cool things. They're, they're using technology to do things that are good for everybody. They're good for the environment. They're good for the world. And I think that's something that I see a lot of. It's part of the mentality here. And it's a really good thing. It's, it could be a model for other places uh, outside of France. Well, you know, that's because French people are just dirty socialists. <laughs> or communists. <laughs> communists, it's hard to say. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course they're not. They're not good old capitalists like, uh, you know, the U.S. or the U.K., Yeah. obviously. Yeah. For better and for worse, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. But I think for, for us, we want to look at some of these, you know, what what is happening? Who's doing what? Uh, what's what's cool? What's working? What's not working? And why the hell does anybody want to do a business here? Right. Yeah, and and we'll be talking to a great variety of people who have you know who are French, who are foreigners, uh, about their experiences. Like I said before, and just sort of sharing information. That's the goal of this podcast. I think yeah. is you know hear from people who've done it. You know, you can take or leave their, some of their advice, but you might find something, you know, that you didn't exactly. hear from an accelerator who you talked to. Yeah, it's not a matter of pontificating, which you can you can certainly find plenty of people that, that will get up on their, their high horse and tell you everything. And for us, it's a matter of, hey, this is what's worked for other people. Uh, because, again, you just raised a really good point, which is maybe because the environment here is still young, you get people that somehow believe everything that has gone on in the U.S. or whatever other market with the startup scene, oh, that's the right way to do it. Okay, that's a way to do it. Is it right? I don't know. Is it, 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 it worked for them? Maybe. Maybe it's not as great as they said it was. And quite honestly, things are different here, so why can't they be different? Yeah, and there is no one right way. That's something that, you know, exactly, as you said, We've heard from a lot of people who we've talked to that, especially the accelerators, the incubators, and even, you know, some VCs, they'll tell you, this is the way you have to do it, or this is the way we do it in France. And that just isn't the case anymore. There are a thousand ways to do things. And, you know, you have to mix and match and find your own path. And our goal is to sort of help you do that, you know, facilitate that by hearing from so-and-so that they did this that way and this didn't work for them and you know yeah i mean there's there's no one path to success it's there's no it's success is what works for you 
if you have some sort of an arrangement, you've taken money from from any organization. Uh, okay, so you have to take them into account as well because they're going to want something out of it. But you know what what works for you? It's is it is it always becoming a new Facebook? I mean, let's be real: the odds of being another Facebook or another Google are even in the U.S. Yeah. anywhere they're 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 not that significant. Your yeah. odds are you know is it is it a good thing if you build up a company and you sell it to a bigger company and let's say you sell a company for uh, 10 million or 50 million or 100 million or even a million who cares is that a, is that you know just because you didn't become the new facebook uh, or the new google is that uh, a terrible thing I, I don't think so no i i totally agree and especially here it seems like as you said maybe because it's still a you know the market's still getting its feet under it or whatever it is there's just a different approach in the U.S. You know, in Silicon Valley, it's still kind of a who's the next unicorn? Yeah. You know, how much money can we possibly make yeah. out of this? And who's the next Uber and crazy valuations? And it's just it's all out of scale over there yeah. now. At least it yeah. seems to me. And here they're sort of redefining success, and they just have a different definition. You know, salaries here are definitely smaller than they are yeah. in the U.S. But it's not necessarily a bad thing when you look at, you know, what your tax money gets you here. You get a lot. You and get your, a lot. your quality of life and the pace of life and all those things are, you know, pretty different in France, um, especially in Paris, uh, from how they are in San Francisco. You know, you're not totally priced out of uh, living in the city where you work, for example. So, yeah, what what we'll be looking at, you know, a lot of different versions of what is success? What does it mean to be successful? It's not necessarily being the next unicorn. And, and also, we'll look at what are some of these traditional stereotypes people from the outside have for the, you know, somebody, if you want to invest in companies here in France, or if you want to come to work for a company in France, are the stereotypes true? I mean, you know, maybe there's some grain of truth in them, but there's also a lot of absolute baloney. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, what does the, what does the market look like? How does it work? How, if, even if you're working in for a French company, how do you market outside of France? How do you build your company to grow uh, around the world? Again, there's a million different paths you can take. There is no one single path. And so we'll be talking to people to help shed some light on that kind of issue. Yeah. And, and maybe you can talk a little bit more about this, but why did we decide to do this right now? It's kind of a critical moment. You know, there's a new government in France. This yeah. is really, really recent. Um, and some of the episodes we recorded before the new president Macron was elected. Yeah. So that might, you know, they might be tinged by that. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty interesting time to move here. Right it now. is. It's a I think here at the moment we have two really interesting pieces coming together at the same time. Paris already has a mayor who's been very enthusiastic, Mayor Ildago. She's been very supportive of the startup scene. She's really done a lot. There's there's you have a lot of office spaces around the city. They they try to do the city of Paris tries to do a lot to encourage and facilitate startups. Now with uh, Macron, uh, there seems to be as opposed to the the traditional attack from Anglo's is oh my God the French hate business it's terrible and uh, the world's going to end and blah 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 yeah, yeah it's not so true uh, because Olan was Olan was fine he liked sure. startups too he did a lot. But uh, it does seem as though Macron uh, has has a keen interest in making that a bigger thing, an even bigger thing. Uh, we're, we're right at the time where Station F is coming closer to 
being launched. There's just you more. You want to say a little about that? That's a it's a big the world's largest startup campus, which will be open within the city limits of Paris, and it has room for I think it's three thousand entrepreneurs. You know, however many startups that will be, and uh, Facebook will have a special incubator there. There's all kinds of benefits, you know, for for joining yeah. and becoming a member. They're going to have housing there for foreigners who want to move. It's a really interesting uh, proposition. Yeah, it's 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 really the you know it's the big showpiece of of this new tech central France. It's I I think it's a cool idea. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, it's 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 still new. I think everybody's trying to feel things out to you know how they can make it a success. But but to me, it's pretty obvious that everybody at all levels in in the government are very keen to to make this a thing. Yeah, uh, you know some of the some of the big job providers of the past. As we've seen in every other country in the West, some of the big job providers of the past, they're not uh, doing the jobs that they used to. They're not hiring people the way they used to. And and really people, I think more and more people that are coming out of school, maybe 10 years ago, they wanted to be a banker. And uh, now that that's really fallen apart, there's not the same interest in doing that, that more and more younger people want to work for a startup, there are a lot of reasons for that. Is it? Um, I mean, one thing is it's the cool thing, and that's fine. It's it's a more interesting thing. Maybe people have gone abroad, or they have friends that have gone abroad, and they've they've had a go and, and enjoyed some success. You know, also you look at. Uh, it's really funny to me as uh, as an older person to see that you have. In the past here, everybody wanted a CDI, right. uh, uh, a long-term work contract. And now... And that, those basically locked you in such that it was very difficult to be fired. And yeah. Then, you know, you could be like fired, a- but it was expensive. It was an expensive proposition. It was a very heavy process. But you sort of need a lot of that. And that's some, some of the, one of the subjects we'll talk about later, yeah. which is when you get... If, if, if you're... Uh, trying to get an apartment here in Paris, if you're trying to get set up, you really need that CDI for a lot of things. And hopefully that's going to be one of the changes. They'll be they'll be modifying that to make it easier. Yeah, but I think it's going to have to change. It kind of has to. Yeah. It really has to. Yeah. But you see, I'm, I'm always shocked at how many people today don't really care about having that CDI. They want the flexibility. Yeah, they want the mobility. They want to be able to, you know... Because it's interesting in France, in the school system here, at age like 15 or 16, you basically have to pick a track of what you're going to study and focus on. You know, whereas in the U.S., you have a little more time to do that and we're a little more flexible about that. I think here you're kind of locked in and it's harder to change careers later on. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the U.S., it's a lot easier and, you know, it's sort of encouraged. If you don't like what you're doing, change it. Right. And here, as, as we touched on before, it's it's a bit more static. People don't, you know, they're not as interested in taking risks and moving around. But that does seem to really be changing. It's definitely it's definitely a changing environment. And, and, and the government for years here has had some interesting programs. If you're if you leave a job, if you if you're fired or you can uh, I forget what the process is called where you resign, but they will help you start up a new business. Right. Uh, but they, there's now there's much more of a proper environment and ecosystem where you can do that and get a lot more help than you could have in the past. In the past, right. it was it, I would say it was more challenging. 
And even, you know, the new president, Macron, has said that he wants to improve rights and, and possibilities for people who work for themselves, um, for entrepreneurs. He wants to sort of simplify some of the, you know, tax and social charges yeah. processes and stuff like that. We'll see how that happens, if yeah. it happens. Yeah. But uh, he's one of the only, I think he was the only candidate in this most recent election who even said anything about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's definitely telling that he won with such a decisive victory for other reasons, too. But I think that that matters now to a lot more people than maybe it used to in the last yeah. few years. Yeah. Um, so it really is an interesting time. That's why, you know, we both got interested in this in this subject, all these subjects more recently. And we both have a lot of friends in this area and kind of just it seemed like the natural thing to do to talk about this, figure out what, and it, it isn't just going to be a list of, you know, here's who raced and how much and right. when. Right. There's plenty of, there are plenty of sources you can find out. And that's, I, you know, I like doing that too. You look, oh, look, so-and-so company is getting X million uh, to develop whatever space. And that's cool. That's sure. Just, and we will do some of that. I mean, we'll yeah. talk about, you know, oh, here's what happened last week and ha ha ha. Okay. But, uh, and probably say some negative stuff about it because, you know. That's what we do. <laughs> but we really wanted to incorporate, you know, more storytelling and kind of talking to some of these people about what their experiences have been. And I I, I mean, the podcasts I like to listen to are mostly storytelling podcasts. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Maybe I'm just nosy, but I like hearing what other people do, <laughs> how they live their lives. And yeah. especially I know for, for in my own experience, you know, before I moved here, I would have loved something like this to hear beyond the kind of. Pretty, glossy, exactly. Yeah. The glossy veneer the of pictures. You know, oh, everybody lives Paris. on the shelves of these. Yeah, eating macaron all day. And, yeah, yeah. Okay, but what is it really like? And there are definitely sort of grittier, darker bits of you know you're far from home. Maybe you don't speak the language that well yet. And uh, I would have loved you know four years ago to have some more on the ground you know, stories of what it's like to move here. Yeah. You know, it's a, it is a big commitment, sure, to change country. And so we'll be talking to, we have talked to already, some people who have some really interesting experiences to share. You know, and you'll hear some slightly negative bits, but I would say overall they have yeah. mostly positive experiences. Yeah, very so positive, very positive. And I know from, from my perspective, working at a number of startups, I think I certainly would have enjoyed hearing more people you know, you get it somewhat, but, but, you know, hearing different views of how did you do this? How did you market in whatever country? How did you develop your, uh, your support? How did you, you know, all these different pieces that are really important. Sometimes they're more in, exciting or more interesting than other times. But I do think as quickly as the market is going, it's interesting to hear how did somebody in, in perhaps a comparable situation, how did they address an issue? And I think that's really helpful because we can we can easily get stuck in our little bubble and and you know when you're when you're trying to grind things out and get get something going, you you can often uh, overlook a lot of things. And and look, when you become a bigger company, when you do get uh, uh, millions uh, to, of of investment money with millions usually comes a lot better advice. You have access to people that can give you advice. When you're starting, you're sort of in a world of shit because you're trying to get this product. Okay, you come up with an idea. You're trying to come up with this product. You develop the product. You're trying to launch it. 
And, and, you know, these are a lot of different skill sets that nobody I have in, in, in all my years, I've never seen anyone that has all of that knowledge in their head. You need to hear from other people. You need to talk to other people. Yeah, You're absolutely. good at one thing. You might suck at something else. Yeah. There's this idea. I mean, I think this is not only in the startup world at all, but there's this idea that, oh, everyone else already knows all of this. And I'm the only one yeah. who's clueless, you know, and yeah. I don't want to speak up because then I'm going to look stupid yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And that's bullshit Yeah, because uh, yeah. nobody knows what they're doing when they start out. Yeah. So we want to kind of cut through that. And as you said before, the market's, you know, moving really quickly. And when you're starting out, everything's moving really quickly. So kind of, you know, put aside that feeling of, oh, I don't want to look foolish. And actually, that is, I see that a lot in France, you know, yeah. when I was in school here, nobody wants to ask the question because they're embarrassed because they think everybody already knows the answer except for them. And um, I think we'll, we'll introduce the sort of American approach of let's look really stupid and not yeah. care what anybody thinks. Yeah. Uh, look, we just elected Donald Trump. Uh, we love stupid. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's a really bad example. All right. Yeah. Forget that one. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay not to know everything. Yes. It's crazy to think you're going to know everything. It's crazy to think that. And 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 hopefully it can prevent you from making the same mistakes as other people. Exactly. I mean, again, mistakes mistakes happen. It's not the end of the world. No, it's just a matter of can you limit them? Can yeah, you and, minimize and them? Can you learn and can you from learn them? from them? That's the biggest yeah. thing. Failure is not to be feared. It's if you fail, fine. If you fail again for the same reason, maybe then you, you need then, to... Then you yeah. need to be slapped. Uh, you're, <laughs> you know, making the same mistake, uh, then then you're just stupid. Uh, but but making a mistake, it's, it's not the end of the world. No, and, you know, often if you're in the position to be starting a company, you can fail and it'll be all right. It'll probably be okay. Yeah. You can, you know, it's all right. A lot of people start, what? Two, three companies before they yeah. find one that actually sticks. Yeah. And that's okay. It's it's fine. I mean, it's just you try to you try to learn from your mistakes and try to learn from other people. See what uh, see what they're doing and uh, maybe maybe somebody you know, sometimes I, I I'll 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 be reading something and it might be a person could be in an entirely different business, could be a different context, but I'm like, Oh, that's a really good idea. How can I apply that to what I'm doing. That's smart. And and uh, look, again, because this is a it's a younger ecosystem here, you've got people coming in, you've got more and more people coming into the environment. I just hate to see people go down, you kind of get locked in a path. And then, you know, you might believe some load of baloney that uh, some, you know, some people out there with oh, this is there's only one way to do it. Here it is. Here it is. Just open up, listen to what other people have, take the good, take the bad. And decide for your yourself, but just don't get forced down a path just because somebody who says they're some kind of an expert, which I think that's a subject we'll probably oh, be yeah. talking about where there's Many times. there's a handful of people out there who are just these self-promoting clowns that that are really I just look I stand back in horror. And it's some of them, you know, they've been around here for the last few years when the startup scene was picking up, and so they're claim to know everything is just because they've been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's 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 a little distressing that some of these people get taken seriously and, and are put up on a pedestal. Again, there is nobody that has all the answers. Right. You just have to listen. You have to talk. 
You have to ask other people. Be open. Be, be open. open as be you said, open. even if it's, you know, not in the area, your area of expertise or focus, you can still learn from other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Being open-minded. If you like that sort of thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we also might be a little negative in some of the episodes. I love being negative. <laughs> God, I love it. It's also sort of a national pastime here to be... Oh, I feel like I could complain. be on the Olympic team. Yeah. I'm, I think You've I You've been training a long time. I've been training a long time. <laughs> I'm feeling rested and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting attitude here. It's sort of, you know, if somebody asks how you are, you say, not bad. Whereas in the U.S., we're, I'm great. great. How are you? Great. You know? When you don't really care how the other person is. It's just an automatic No, I just response. want them to wipe that smile off of their face. <laughs> Well, there's plenty to be depressed about, you know. We'll try not to get too negative, but... You see, there's a cloud in the sky. There mm. is a cloud up there in the sky now. That does happen occasionally in Paris. Yeah. And I was again, promised sun. You should check out, you know, on our videos, you can see that it is often sunny. Maybe not always, like in Philadelphia, but often. <laughs> often. There are some pretty nice views in Paris. The food is excellent. So we're just wrapping up our first episode, but... Again, we're going to be talking about all these different subjects. We're going to be talking about both doing business here, doing business with a company here outside of France, how to get set up, what's happening, and hopefully you'll be able to learn from other people how to avoid a few mistakes if you can. Yeah, and also here's some interesting stories, you know, from some good characters. We've met a few characters here. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah. stay tuned. That wraps up another episode of the Radical Departures podcast. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our feed on iTunes. And join us next time on Radical Departures. Radical Departures.